Welcome to Refresh. This is Pastor Kim Robinson. It's my desire that you listen, that you can experience blessed faith and creative life with this Kicks Ministries and Victory Harvest Church podcast. Hi, this is Pastor Kim with the Refresh podcast. This week's title is Look to the Mountains. I'm taking a look at Psalm 121 verses 1 through 8. Verse 1 says this, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? Well, the word lift here is the word meaning support and exalt. And the word eyes is your spiritual and your mental faculties. That means your thoughts and your heart, what God has done in you, how he's speaking to you, the renewed mind of Christ that he's given you, his word, his ways, and his thoughts. You will turn your thoughts and your spiritual perspective to the mountains. Well, the word mountain means a place of divine revelation. So you're turning your spiritual and mental faculties to a place of divine revelation. And mountains is a symbol of ultimate stability. So your spiritual and mental faculties, your thoughts, your heart, your position in Jesus Christ, your position in God's word and who he is, is set in a place of stability. Well, let's take a look at the mountains. It's saying here that I lift up my eyes to the mountains. I put my focus there. So there are some mountains we're going to take a look at in the Bible. Well, first, Mount Sinai. It was a place of covenant. It was a place where Moses went and God's ways, his character, who he was, those Ten Commandments, the first five representing our relationship with him, and the last five, our relationship with others, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. A place of covenant, a place of love, a place of divine holiness and his revelation of who he was. Well, we're looking to those places. We're taking our eyes, we're taking our spiritual and mental faculties, and we are looking to his mountain, his place of covenant. The next mountain I want to look at is Mount Zion. It is a representation of the place where Yahweh, the God of Israel, dwells. It's the place where he is king. And it's a place where he installed King David. And it represents that it is the seat of action of Yahweh in history. So as we turn our eyes to the mountain, we are turning our eyes to the place where he is king. The place where he dwells the place where he has installed us as kings and priests. And we can look to that and we can say, where does our help come from? He is the God of covenant. He is the God who dwells with us and who sets us as kings and priests. And it is his action, his kingship. Well, let's look at the other mountains. Mount Ararat. It's where Noah's ark rested after the flood while he and his family waited for the waters to recede. There's a place that we can look to. That's where the promise came that he would not flood the earth again. That's where Noah had the absolute rebirth and rebeginning. And he had a place where all new creation, newness was happening. That is a mountain to look to. There's a Mount Gerizim. It is the mountain where the Israelites proclaimed the blessing before entering the promised land. And this is where Jesus had the conversation with the Samaritan woman there at the foot of Mount Gerizim. This here representing the place of blessing, the proclaimed blessing. And it was a place where he said, if you would just ask of me that living water, I would give you. 
The next mountain I want to look at is the Mount of Olives. This is where Jesus went to pray before his crucifixion and where he ascended to heaven. This is where David escaped from his persecutors. And this place represents, you know, the very prayer that Jesus said, not my will be done, but yours be done. And where he absolutely committed to bring forth the blessing to us by accepting the crucifixion. And again, where he ascended to heaven, where we have that victory of ascension. And then there's Mount Nebo. This is the place where Moses saw the promised land. These are mountains here in Psalm 21, where it says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. And you can see the promise, the blessing, all that God has given. The next is Mount Moriah. This is where Abraham was to sacrifice Isaac. And this is where Solomon built God's temple. So here's a temple being built, representing that we are the temple of God. And that sacrifice, if you remember, Abraham went up with Isaac, but he told the people below, we will return because he knew that God would make the sacrifice, that the Lord wouldn't ask him to sacrifice Isaac, that it was his obedience of faith to know there was going to be a provision. And where God said, he is Jehovah Jireh, the God of our provision. Then there's Mount Tabor. This is known as the Mount of Transfiguration. This is where Jesus had that glorification and he acknowledged himself as the Messiah at that place. And we can look to the mountain and see he is Messiah. He is the one that transfigures us and brings the glorification in our lives. The next mountain I want to look at is Mount Carmel. This is where Elijah challenged the prophets of Baal. This is where he said, why do we falter between two opinions? If God be God, if the Lord be Lord, serve him, look to him. He is the one to be honored and where God revealed himself. And then there's the Mount of Beatitudes where Jesus spoke of the blessing, where he gave the promise of the blessing. And this is a very special place because he is saying to us, this is your blessing in me that I have given you. So when it's saying, I lift up my eyes to the mountains, where does my help come from? Again, we're looking at what we're perceiving, who we are looking to, a place of divine revelation, a place of ultimate symbol of stability. And we have that place of covenant. We have the place where Yahweh dwells, where he is king and he is bringing that kingship to us. We have that solid place where Noah rested with the flood and promises were absolutely declared and newness and new creation came forth. We have that proclaimed blessing where we enter in to look at the promises of God and where Jesus talked with the Samaritan woman with that blessing coming forth with living water. Again, we have that place of that promise where Jesus settled it, the crucifixion, God's will be done in our lives for us and his ascension. And we have Moses where he looked at the promised land, where we can stand and see the promises of God. And we have where the sacrifice was provided, Jehovah Jireh, where God's temple, which we are, is built. And we have that Mount of Transfiguration, that glorification of Jesus glorifying us because he is Messiah in our lives. And again, we have not that mountain where we are not wavering between two opinions, that he is God, he is Lord, and we look to him and we have the mountain of blessing where Jesus has brought for us the blessing of God. See, the mountain represents all of his doing. It's a place of that divine revelation and action. It is his word. 
It is his doing. It is his blessing. It's his promises. It is himself. And he says, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? Well, this word come is a key word. It is the word bow. It means to enter in and to come into. It means to have it come upon us and that light to come upon us and even to attack the enemy that would come against entering into that place. And here it's saying that our help comes from this divine revelation, this place where we lift our eyes to, this place of covenant, the mountain of God, who is Jesus Christ and his word, bringing forth everything, causing it to come upon us and bringing it to pass in our lives. Well, in verse two, it says, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. That same word comes. Well, I want to look at the word here, the Lord. It is the word Jehovah. It is covenant God. Our help comes from the covenant God who brought forth a covenant in our lives to us. Well, the word covenant means conditional promises made by God given to humanity, made for humanity to receive. And it's a binding promise, which is a far-reaching importance in the relationships between God and those who enter into that covenant with him. It's a legal agreement. It's saying here that our help comes from the Lord, the covenant God. Well, see, when Jesus died on the cross, that was a covenant between the Son and the Father. And that was a blood covenant. The blood of Jesus was shed so that Jesus could come into covenant with us. So as he made the covenant with the Father, those promises that reached relationship between God and man, he was the Son of God, man, in relationship with the Father, coming into the fullness of covenant, fulfilling all the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. And as he did it, it was a legal binding agreement, which he promises that we have become heirs of. And to be an heir means there has to be a death. And there was a death. Jesus died and he rose again. And our help comes from this covenant that he has with the father. And he has brought us into this covenant. That's why it's called the New Testament, the new covenant, the new covenant of God that Jesus, the Lord has brought it forth in our lives. He has said our help comes from this covenant, the Lord in our lives, Jehovah, God, the covenant God, and he has brought it to pass and he's brought it in our lives. And it declares that he's the maker of heaven and earth. Well, the word maker here is Asha. It means he is the one that fashions and accomplishes and makes it to happen. He is the one that produces it. He is the one that brings the great effect of all of this covenant, of all of the promises, of everything that we see that he accomplished as we look to the mountains of God and we look to his mountain, Jesus Christ. And as we look at it, it says here that he's the maker. He's the one who celebrates us and he acquires us to have his property, his blessing. And he ordains and brings it to pass. He prepares it. He furnishes it. He finishes it. He governs it. He advances it. He appoints it and he executes it and he performs it. So here we have our help comes from the Lord who is our covenant And he is the maker, the one who has accomplished it. And we can receive all that he's given and we can look to him. And this leads us to verse three, where he says, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Well, here the word foot represents your journey. 
He will not let your journey slip. That means he will not let it be moved or shaken. He who watches over you will not slumber. He will not be inactive. Indeed, in verse four, it says, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. So it means he will not be slack or stale. And the word watches here means that he guards and protects and he tends to and he celebrates. So it says here that he will not let our journey fall back, be moved, be shaken. He will not be inactive or slack or stale in it. And he will always guard, protect, attend to and celebrate us. And in verse five, it says the Lord Shamar watches. The word again watches is Shamar over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. So again, the word watches means he is guarding, protecting, attending to, and celebrating over you, not just in you and through you, but over you. He rejoices over who you are, who he has created, what he has designed and purposed in your life. And the Lord is your shade. That word shade is your defense. And the word hand here is a key word at your right hand, your yod. That is our defense and action. It is our strength, our power, our portion, our part, our time. He is protecting, attending to, and celebrating and being the defense of our time, of our portion, of our strength, of our power, of our life. It also means that he is our defense and power over our border and our dominion, our labor, our fellowship, our force, our ministry. He is the one that is shading, that is there, overseeing and attending to us and all that pertains to us. And he is the Lord Jehovah who has brought it all to pass. So as we look at that word shade and that word hand, Yod, he is the one who is bringing it all together for us. And in verse six, it says, the sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. Well, the sun here represents rays. It means openly and publicly anything that is arrayed against someone, as in battlements and shields. So the battlements, the shields, anything that openly and publicly arrays against you will not harm you. That word harm you means strike, smite, hit, beat, scourge, destroy, subjugate, ravage, punish, wound, stricken, smitten, capture, slay, kill, or conquer you. Now, you may be in a circumstance that you feel like you are pressed down, but when you take hold and realize that this cannot, this that is arrayed against you, the rays of that battlement against you cannot harm you. It cannot strike, smite, hit, or hold you down. Moon is the word meaning a symbol of preeminence. So nothing can have preeminence over you. Something that when it's dark around and it seems like there's this one thing that is trying to just be lifted up like the moon in the sky as having preeminence over you, it cannot do it. It cannot strike, hold you down or conquer you. It cannot steal from you. It cannot have you because the Lord in verse seven, it says again, will shabar you from all harm. He will keep you, watch over you. He will shamar over your life. And again, that word is the same word we talked about in previous verses. It means saves, guards, protects, attends, and celebrates. See, the covenant God will 
be there for you in every moment, every second, protecting, attending to, guarding, and celebrating you from all harm. This word harm is the word raw. It means evil, bad, distress, something that's giving pain, unhappiness, misery, sad, anything that's bringing hurtful uh, uh, and actions of persons of thoughts and distress and misery, injury, calamity, adversity, wrongness, wickedness, trouble, affliction, grief, sorrow. He is saying that the Lord will keep He will shamar. He will guard, protect, attend, and celebrate you from all harm. He will watch over you again in every area, celebrating, attending, and protecting, and guarding you over every area of your life. Because He is the God that we can see and look to. We can lift our eyes to the mountain. We can see where our help comes from. We can embrace what He's promised what he has said, all that he has brought. We can embrace his word. We can embrace his covenant. We can embrace everything and we can stand. And when you've done everything, just stand. Stand in who he is and what he's promised. Stay in that ark, that blessing, that place where he has protected you. We are in the ark of God. We are embraced by the mercy of God. We have the mercy seat who is Jesus Christ. We have the manna from heaven, who is the bread of life, Jesus himself. We have the word of God made flesh in our lives. Jesus is the word made flesh. He has fulfilled it and he is manifesting it in us, in our natural, in our flesh. We have his super on our natural. He is embracing everything that he has done and bringing to us as we proclaim the blessing and look to that mountain. That mountain that we see the blessing before us. And he has absolutely promised it. He made that absolute agreement with the Father to come into covenant to say, not my will, but yours be done. He saw the joy that was before him. It tells us that in the book of Hebrews and that he counted it joy because he saw you. He saw me. He saw the blessing coming to us. And he brought forth everything he's promised. He has brought it forth in every way. And just as Moses saw the promised land from Mount Nebo, we can see the promises of God. We can see all that he has promised. And he has brought it forth as Jehovah Jireh saying, I will be all that you need me to be. I am the God that supplies all your needs according to my riches and glory. I am the God, your provider. I am Jehovah Jireh. And we can embrace everything that he has done. Embrace that glorification that he's brought us. We can embrace all that he has blessed us with, all that he's promised, because we can look to the mountains. We can lift our eyes and look to the mountain of God, his promise, who is Jesus Christ, fulfilled in our lives. And he has brought it forth. Embrace him. Embrace everything that he's promised. And remember, he says in verse eight, the Lord will watch over your coming. That means you're entering, you're abiding and you're leading and you're going, you're going forth, you're moving forward. He is watching over that. He is empowering it. He is guarding it. He is celebrating it. He is protecting you 
and protecting your moving forward and your going forth and your entering and your abiding and your leading. And he says he does it both now and forever. And forevermore means that long duration. He's doing it for a long duration. He is doing it forever and ever in everlasting futures, evermore perpetually doing it. He is doing it perpetually in your life always. And it is in our continuous existence, our eternity, that he is always watching over us. And we have this glory forever and always. Father, I pray that every person that has listened to this podcast and has heard it, that they see and hear that you have set the mountain of God, who is Jesus Christ, before us. And we can lift our eyes, all of our faculties to him and experience that divine revelation and be planted in that stability of who he is and what he has promised and receive all that Jesus Christ has done. And Lord, we receive you in your promise. You are Lord and you are lifted up and you are the resurrected son of God who is Jesus. And we declare it in the name of Jesus as we embrace your blessing, your watching over us, your protection, your celebrating us and all your promises absolutely manifested to us in our life. In Jesus name, amen. Pastor Kim is not only a screenwriter, director, and producer, she writes children's books and other publications. If you're interested in more of her Kix Media from Kix Ministries, check out our family faith-based feature films, Pastor Kim's blogs, and our many children's books and publications at kixtv.com.